Hey, we're a little late posting today, but better late than never. It's Amen, Brother Ben, podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. Still, somewhere in the Psalms. Oh, it has only begun, ladies and gentlemen. It has only begun. We are on day... Hold up, wait for it. 11? Did I get that right? Have to go back and look. Hold on, 30 through... You're supposed to be reading Psalm 30 through 33 today. So that would be day 11. That's right. Uh, if you're following along with us. By the way, if you've fallen behind and had someone say, Hey, I'm only on day 5. Okay, cool. Catch up. Get there when you can. No worries. Because um, it's good for your soul. And you know what? I have a, a feeling that God could even speak to you outside of this podcast. I know. Crazy talk. Um, but we hope that this has been a blessing and a help for you in this process. Um, I want to concentrate today on Psalm, specifically Psalm 32. Um, there's a lot of... The most difficult thing for me lately has been to pick out which part of the Psalms I want to really dig into. Because I want to just do, you could really do a podcast for every Psalm. Um, and maybe one day I will. Maybe one day. But for now, I want us in in your journey, I want you to, hopefully you're taking notes as you read through these things. Hopefully you've got you a Bible you can underline and highlight and all that stuff and speak or record what God through his Holy Spirit speaks to you. Cause that's what the Holy Spirit, one of his main jobs, not the only job, but one of the main jobs, the Holy Spirit in the life of a believer is to uh, not only convince them of their sinfulness and uh, you know, convict them, but also to help them read God's word and understand it and apply it in their lives. Um, so we're at Psalm 32. I want to read for you a couple verses that should remind us of the importance and the blessing of confession. Psalm 32 says this, Blessed is the one whose transgressions are forgiven, whose sins are covered. Blessed is the one whose sin in the Lord does, or the, whose sin the Lord does not count against them and in, in whose spirit there is no deceit. When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. For day and night, your hand was heavy on me. My strength was sapped as in the heat of the summer. Boy, I could relate to that this time of year. Then I acknowledged my sin to you. And I did not cover up my iniquity. I said, I will confess my transgressions to the Lord and you forgave the guilt of my sin. Therefore, verse six, let all the faithful pray to you while you may be found, surely the rising of the mighty waters will not reach them. Mm, I could keep going, but I want to stop right there because this makes a really good case for something that we simply do not do enough of this day and age, which is confession. We may acknowledge sin. Some of us uh, write it off because, hey, Jesus died, right? It's all gravy. Some of us ignore our sin. Some of us celebrate our sin. But blessed is the one who confesses their sin. Because then we get a level of forgiveness and, and it changes things. You know, King David, 
was in the middle of all sorts of stuff that was done to him, right? There were lots of sins being committed against David. And yeah, he talked about it in some of these Psalms. But man, he did not forget to confess his own sin, to do what Jesus would one day tell us, which is remove the plank from our own eye before we worry about the speck in someone else's, right? Far too many of us, myself included at times, want to downplay our own sinfulness and really concentrate on someone else's weak spot, right? Like we're really good at pointing out other people's sin, but we're not so good at hearing the conviction of the Holy Spirit and confessing our own sin. And yet here is quite clear in the Word of God that there are blessings for those that are humble enough, for those that are passionate enough about the Word of God and about being faithful to God, that we wouldn't try to gloss over this part of the Christian life. That when we feel conviction, it's not just something that we do and then say, oh, I shouldn't do that anymore. I'm going to stop doing that. And we don't confess. We don't confess our sins. And so I want to encourage you today to confess your sins. Whether you got to go to somebody, first and foremost, you confess to God. Whether you've been selfish, whether you've been uh, fearful, whether you've been lustful, whether you've been lazy, whatever whatever your thing is, confess it to God. Say it out loud, by the way. You can think a lot of things, but then the devil loves to go, did you really say that? Like that didn't really actually, you know, we would forget about things we don't talk. Say it out loud. Write it down. One of the good reasons to journal, I know you're like, are you a, a 12-year-old girl with your diary? No, a real men journal too. And you can write down your confessions. But what if other people find out? That's not the point. There's your pride. Kill that pride, right? There has to be some confession in your life. And not only confess it to God. By the way, I think we confess it to God because we realize he knows it anyway. Even though you're like, I shouldn't have to confess it. He knows. Well, yeah, well, you also, as a part of the process, need to confess to him as well. So you confess, but you also confess to others. Have you wronged somebody? You need to confess to them. Even if it's not actively or on purpose, but if God shows you that you have sinned against someone, confession to them does a world of good. And it's a part of, even if they don't accept it, even if it doesn't quite fix their own issues with you, it is an essential part of the healing process for yourself. It's an essential part of the sanctification of yourself that you are man enough or woman enough or, or humble enough to admit when you're wrong. Because if you have a problem doing that, that's probably pride. That's probably selfishness. And you're probably not out of your sin, right? When you feel truly broken for your sin, you will do whatever it takes to make that right. And I'm here to tell you, according to the word of God, part of the process of making it right is confession. Repentance, confession, they all work together. So you need to hop on that. I don't know. I don't know what's going on in your life. I can't read your mind. I do know what the Holy Spirit of God tells me, which is that we all have our things that we need to confess of. So first confess to God. Yes, he knows. Tell him anyway. Then confess to people in your life. 
And even if they don't take it right, even if they don't make nice, you're doing what you need to do to be sanctified, to be freed of that sin and its consequences so that you can move on in righteousness and holiness. That's it. It's your job today. And by the way, if you don't think you've done anything wrong, maybe you need to pray for some insight. Maybe you need to pray for some perspective to ask God to show you what area of your life you need to do this in. Willing to bet money. But God will point out something to you if you're listening. That's all for Amen, Brother Ben. Today, back with more Psalms tomorrow. We love you.